Hello, New Jersey. Welcome to another edition of On the Record. Good morning. It is Thursday, January the 17th, and today we're talking cider, hard cider. You know, the kind that George Washington used to drink, and the kind that a lot of people have been turning to these days as an alternative to beer. It turns out there's a Rutgers University researcher who is working to help revive the cider business in New Jersey. And here to talk to us about it is my record colleague, Catherine Carrera, who has a story on cider in the record and at NorthJersey.com. Catherine, welcome to On the Record. Thank you for having me. First off, for listeners who, for one reason or another, may not be acquainted with hard cider, what is it? That's a good question. Hard cider is basically the drink you get after fermenting apple. And can you make it from any old apple? So at one point, there were about 14,000 different varieties of apples that people could make them from, and that was more than 100 years ago. But now you can use sweet apples, but it's not the kind of hard cider that people grew to like more than 100 years ago. So it doesn't sound like it'll be a homebrewing business anytime soon. Oh, no. It's it's a process, and I'm not really knowledgeable about all the details of that process, but it's not really something that's probably going to grow too much at home. Sure. Yeah. But somebody who is knowledgeable is this woman, what's her name, Megan? Megan Muehlbauer. Tell me a bit about her. Okay, so she's a researcher with New Jersey Agricultural Experiment Station, an extension program with Rutgers, and she's been testing different varieties of apples to see. These are traditional apples that were used more than 100 years ago to make hard cider. She's been testing them to see how they can survive in New Jersey's climate. So she's testing apples that are mixed with more commonly known apples like Fuji, mm-hmm. and and she's been having some success. Good. Is anybody in the state growing apples for cider now? Yes. There are four cider production farms uh, in the state. I talked to one farm owner. His name is John Mielek of Mielek Town Farms. And he's the one, I, if I remember your story, he's been, his family's been in business for three centuries? Yeah, 10 generations, 300 wow. years. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of apples. The Mielek Town Farms has the largest farming for apples in the state. Is it a little late for New Jersey to be getting into the hard cider game? I mean, you've got Angry Orchard, which has kind of established itself as a national brand. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are several, I only know this because my wife loves drinking cider. There are several other brands, including one from Ireland, if I remember rightly. Is it kind of late for New Jersey to be getting into the game? Um, Well, according to Megan Muehlbauer, she doesn't think so. And New Jersey used to be one of the top uh, hard cider producing states in the country, and she thinks that we can get back to that. And it turns out that the, the flavors that Angry Orchard, for example, has out there, they're more sweet and the traditional hard cider is actually more tart. So it's a different kind of hard cider that these companies are looking to produce. So tart is what George Washington was looking for in a cider. Yes, yeah, tart, 
Um, the apples don't look like what we're used to seeing in grocery stores. Um, they're smaller. And the trees that these apples come from don't yield as m many apples that a Fuji apple might yield, uh, apple tree might yield. In fact, if the, if the marketing folks are to be believed, I guess George Washington was fond of a cider called Ironbound? He was, yes. So he was actually fond of a cider that came from the apple called Harrison, uh, which grew in the area of Newark, and that's how it got its name. And after the Prohibition era, it was said that the apple itself became extinct, and this is one of the most sought out sought after apples because it, I think George Washington called it the champagne of ciders. So, but another company, another farm in Hunterdon County, uh, New Ark Farms, their cider is based on the Harrison apple and they're bringing it back. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it was tragic to read that the Prohibition folks took it to the extreme where they actually burned cider ciders farms down. Yeah, it turns out the diehard prohibition advocates burned some of these farms down. A lot of them, those farms were in New Jersey and in the Northeast area. And it's also said that FBI agents chopped some of the trees down. So there was this move to just get rid of those farms. Interesting. You know, it's, uh, it's doubly ironic then today that in some ways cider is replacing beer for some customers. Yeah, yeah. So after the Prohibition era, beer took off, the beer industry took off. And so now it seems like we're turning back to cider. What's well, old is new again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one last question, Catherine. Did you have to uh, sample any of the ciders to write this story? I have sampled a few hard ciders. I did not get to sample Mielix hard cider, but I'm going to make my way down to the farm one okay. of these days. We'll take a short break here, and when we come back, we'll hear from John Mielix, the farmer that Catherine mentioned, whose family's been growing apples in New Jersey for 300 years. We spend a lot of our lives waiting, waiting for trains, waiting for planes, waiting in traffic. You name it, we're waiting. On the Record can help. Our podcast can transport you from a traffic jam to a virtual tour of Ellis Island, or a romantic train ride, or ringside with an amateur wrestler's dream of turning pro. So on your next trip, take us along. You can follow us at iTunes or at soundcloud.com slash ontherecordnj. We'll make it worth your wait. We're back. This is John Insulin at The Record. You are listening to On The Record, where we're having a conversation today about cider, uh, specifically hard cider and the folks who are marketing it and growing it and researching it here in New Jersey. Next, you're going to hear a conversation I had with John Mielek. His family's been growing apples in New Jersey for three centuries. Here's my conversation with him. John Mielek, welcome to On The Record. Thank you. I understand from my colleague Catherine Carrera that you, your family's been in the apple business here in New Jersey for almost three centuries. Is that correct? That that is absolutely correct. I am the uh, tenth generation. Wow, that is awesome. 
And you folks are uh, based in Hunterdon County, I gather? Correct. Northern Hunterdon County in Tewksbury Township and Lebanon Township. To the numbers first, John, how many um, acres of apples do you grow and uh, what kinds? Well, currently we grow approximately 80 acres of apples um, spread between two different farms. Probably, I, I believe, we're the largest apple grower in New Jersey. We grow all of the fresh market uh, varieties that uh, you would find in the supermarkets, as well as four acres of a, a new planting that we harvested this year for the first time that are specific hard cider varieties. And what led you to to plant that new kind? Well, about six years ago, a friend uh, of mine, we worked together to uh, to launch a uh, hard cider business. We had previously uh, been making fresh cider for over 50 years, so it was a natural progression to reach into the hard, into the hard cider uh, world. And in order to enhance our hard cider and differentiate ourselves from some of the other types you find out there, we, you know, immediately ordered uh, and then planted apple trees that are specifically grown for for hard cider. Many of these varieties were lost uh, years ago with prohibition. Uh, people tore down those trees because that was really the only reason they were good for was hard cider, and with prohibition, people moved on to something different. So a lot of these varieties had been lost uh, in antiquity, um, but we're bringing some of them back, and uh, they make some pretty pretty nice hard cider. What do you think is the attraction for cider? Why do you think it's coming back now? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. I think it, it, it adds a nice alternative, you know, carbonated alternative to either a wine or a, a beer. Um, it's you know, similar, consumed similar to a beer, um, although it's made like a wine. You know, we ferment it just like a grape wine, but it's consumed more like a beer, and it's it's gluten-free, so a lot of people are certainly staying away from, from the gluten that is found in most beers, so, you know, it, it just strikes a nice balance between those two beverages. Do I understand correctly? You can't really make uh, hard cider with just any old apple, correct? Well, you could, um, but to make, and, and unfortunately a lot of hard ciders are made just with whatever apples they can get their hands on. But to make a premium product, we pick through our, our only certain varieties um, are selected for our hard cider, and it's really enhanced with some of the uh, these old-fashioned varieties that we're bringing back. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wants to be a, be a blend. It's not like a wine where you're drinking just a Chardonnay or a Pinot Noir, you know, where it's one variety of grapes. Blending different varieties of apple in my opinion, makes a nice, better, better balanced hard cider. What is the name of your brand of hard cider? Well, it's Melix Hard Cider, and currently we uh, we make six different types, which range from uh, your, our traditional, which we call 1728, since that because that was the the first year we were farming uh, quite a long time ago. Um, we also do a semi-dry, which is just not as sweet. Um, we do a ginger a hopped uh, cider, a tart cherry, and seasonally we do uh, a lemon shandy and also a ginger hard cider. Well, John, thanks for taking time to talk to us today on On the Record. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, listeners, be sure to watch for Catherine's story in the record and at NorthJersey.com.